Well, happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. We are glad that you've tuned in. So here again with Ruben Rivera. Oh, yes. So Ruben, tell us a little bit of your story. My story? Oh, man. I know we could be here all day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Well, how specifically did you come to meet Christ? Well, after going to the <laughs> after going to the altar like thousand times <laughs> to pray the sinner's prayer, yes. I would say that I came to Christ when I realized how how sinful I was hmm. that that I really needed a a savior. Mm-hmm. That was the moment of that. Poof. Mm-hmm. So okay, this is. This is my sickness. I need to find a healer. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the Christian home. Uh, I heard about Jesus, about the sacrifice that he did, but like the apostle that I didn't understand that Jesus had to die for us. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand that either. Like, I just knew it because like a cultural knowledge, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the environment I was in, uh, very religious. So I was everything forced to me like I had to go to the church while I go uh, I have to pray while I pray but it wasn't like a genuine faith and I and I went to the altar to pray the sinner's prayer countless times mm. so I don't, I don't have a date okay. to tell you like you know the March uh, 2010 or mm-hmm. no, I don't I don't know but I just know that when I realized that I was a sinner and that some someone presented me God as the father that provided uh, through his son the solution to my problem, then I, I, I think it, that's when I started to see changes in me mm-hmm. and, and I, I've been like more joyful since then. Hmm. Yeah, and I grew up in Mexico, as, as you know, um, mm-hmm. in Monterrey, Mexico. Mm. I grew up with my grandparents, and my mom was there as well. But my parents were basically my my dad and mom. Hmm. So, but I've been here in the U.S. like like I said in, in the beginning of the week, like six years. It's gonna be six years in May. Since since then, I've been in this area. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for sharing that, and I look forward as we as we uh, get to know each other more to learn yes. more and more of your story. Yeah. I'm, you want to read the scripture passage for us? Yes, uh, today we're reading Psalms 100, chapter 133, and um, and this is what it says. I'm, I'm reading, by the way, the CSB version, so maybe it sounds a little different than okay. others. Yeah. It says, this is a Psalms of David, and says, uh, How delightfully good when brothers live together in harmony. It is like fine oil on the head. Running down on the bear, bear? beard, beard, mm-hmm. <laughs> running down Aaron's beard onto his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon falling on the mountains of Zion. For there, the Lord has appointed the blessing, life forevermore. So, I almost feel like you need to read that again because <laughs> yeah, right? it's uh, it's got some interesting language in there that yes. we're not used to hearing. Okay, I'm, I'm pulling it up here, Psalm 133. Yeah. Um, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. That's pretty clear, yeah. right? 
-hmm. But then it's like precious oil running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard. So if if that sounds weird to any of you, um, it is weird. Um, But Aaron was one of the the first priests, right? He was Moses' brother. And God appointed Aaron as a priest. And anointing oil was one of the ways that they would consecrate the priest for holy service, right? Yes. So when the oil goes down the head and over the beard, it's just kind of symbolic of just kind of sanctifying a person's life, right? Yeah. So when he says that when people live together in unity, it's like that, right? Yeah. Oh, oh what an imagery. That's, that's a weird image. How do you say that? Image, image. Imagination? No, imagery. Imagery. Imagery, yes. <clears throat> yeah. What does this speak to you, Ruben? <laughs> I don't have beer, man. I, I really want. To, <laughs> I really want to grow it, but my wife is always like, "Cut it down, come on!" <laughs> like, shave your face. Um, I don't know what that the oil like, but I can get the, or at least I think I get the the meaning of of what it's this David is saying here. And when when I, I just reminded me the mountains of my city in Monterrey, that the city is founded. Uh, in a valley, and it's just surrounded by mountains. Mm-hmm. So when when there's raining and the, the clouds are there, it just looks beautiful. Mm. Uh, we have had some ice uh, or snow a little bit in the mountains, mm-hmm. and it goes down like it's so cool. Mm. I guess it's that David is saying something like this. It's just beautiful to see. It's like the dew of Hermon. Yes, we're falling on Mount Zion. Yeah, and Hermon is the mountain, right? Right. Yeah. And, uh, For there the Lord bestows his blessing. Yes. I Meaning in the unity of the brothers, right? Yes. And uh, and I just think about Joy is gonna kill me with because I'm gonna refer to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said that. Uh, when I met Joy, obviously I, I fell in love, but when I asked her, like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I had a, I had a speech, uh, you know. She didn't let me to finish, and she said yes. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, like, "You had me at hello." Yeah, yeah, you had me at hello. <laughs> and I was like, "Like, um, no way, let me finish." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "What did you say yes?" Uh, in that moment, when she interrupted me, she said, "Yes, but." Yes, but. But, and I said, "Oh." Mm. Uh, and she said, I want a relationship according to God's plan, mm. to God's word. That's what mm-hmm. she said. Man, at that moment, I was like, would you marry me? Like, <laughs> I was just married. We'll marry figure that out later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when she said that, I didn't expect her to say that, but she said that. And Impressive. Yes. And, and I was like, yes, yes, of course. But as I was like thinking about it. When I read this one, these Psalms, it just reminded me of that moment. Uh, I just wanted to be united with uh, joy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, this, this girl, like, she knows what she wants. And I, I believe that this is what is referring here. Like, um, where do we find unity? Mm-hmm. How do brothers find the unity? In, in what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, we were talking about. Uh, um, before the, we started the podcast, I am, we are in, of a different background 
You and me. You and me. Yeah. I think I can speak English, like not so well. <laughs> you speak English. I, I speak Spanish. I have another culture in my mm-hmm. in my pocket. Um, different ages, uh, different interests, but we are here because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. Like every time we have the chance to talk, mm-hmm. both of us, or even with uh, some others like Matt Crow mm-hmm. or Matt Yond, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I want to believe that this is what David is thinking when he wrote this song. Just look how beautiful it is. That's what came to my mind. Yeah, and I think uh, for for there to be unity, there must be unity around something. Yes. Right. Uh, if a company, you know, there's a company that's right on the corner of US 31 and, and Ransom there. It's called Tenant. If there's going to be unity in that company, then they all need to subscribe to the values of mm-hmm. that company. Right. Right. Um, and it's the same in the church that if there's going to be unity, whatever church or whatever gathering of believers, they need to be unified around something. Right, uh, and we just read in, you know, yesterday's passage and the in the passage uh, the day before that they were of one heart and one, one mind, mind. Yes. right? Yeah. And what what were they unified around? In the resurrection of Jesus. That's right. <laughs> in the gospel, right? So this is the struggle that the church has had for two thousand years, of constantly going back to the scriptures and saying, what are those bare essentials? that we have to be unified around, right? Yes, and that's very um, challenging. I don't want to be in the pastor church. <laughs> <laughs> but but what is what David is, is talking here is that how good is that unity? Mm-hmm. And when I think about good, it's, 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 it's talking about God's heart. Mm-hmm. For there's no good if there's no God. The God, what is God's heart? We need to go there. That's who, who is gonna uni- unite us, right? No, just like Joe told me, like I'm not gonna do it not to if not it's God's way. That's right. So I say, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Like right. I want the same thing. Let's be united, and here we are. That's right. <laughs> and um, I think in the church um, environment is the same thing. Like we can come here and, and worship together. But are we really united? That's a scary question. <laughs> and I think we, we need to understand like what, what unity means in right. in biblically speaking. Right. Right? And and we mentioned like a couple of days ago that uh, the church was united around the the, the event that they just uh, uh, that happened of the resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. They were so eager to talk about it and to even to take care of others because of that. Right. And man, that's that's so beautiful. I, I think Victory Point, um, it's like a glimpse, I would say, uh, when you see uh, that the church is taking care of some, some people here uh, that need help. Yeah, and we have in in the announcement in the e-news like, hey, if you need a uh, something, just let us know. Right. I think that's 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 a glimpse right. of, of unity. Yeah, and man, that's that's what we need to look for. Mm. 
and I think it goes more like in uh, not just uh, in practical ways, but I'm very interested. Like in lately, I've been very interested in in in, in to know what the other peoples believe. Mm-hmm. What kind of doctrines do they believe? Do we have the essentials belief mm-hmm. so I can be united? So I can really f- feel or or have the sense of unity. Right. Yep. So as you were talking, Ruben, I was thinking back to oh, probably twenty years ago. Uh, I was in a, a Christian band, and we were playing in a church, and we knew that the beliefs of that church were very different than ours. Hmm. But they asked us to come play. So we, we did, and we sang and we preached Jesus as clearly as we could. And then we got a call from the pastor, and he wanted to hire us well. uh, full-time as their worship leaders. So I went to the pastor's office, and I said, I'm so flattered that you would want to hire us. That is so kind, but I'm, I'm not sure this would be a good fit. And she said, well, why not? And I said, well... Uh, for example, do you believe that Jesus had to die on the cross? And she said, no, hmm. we don't. We, we, we believe that he did die on the cross, but it was just an expression of his love. We don't believe that he, he had to die on the cross. And I said, okay, so that's something that we, we, we believe very differently on. Hmm. Um, I said, do you believe in the resurrection? <laughs> and uh, and she, she said, no. She said, uh, we believe that the resurrection is a metaphor, mm. that God gives all of us new life uh, as we believe in him, uh, that, that it's uh, like the butterfly, you know, that the, the resurrection is a, it's a metaphor. Yeah. And I said, you know what, I, I, uh, I appreciate your kindness, but we're on two different pages. Yeah. And we I don't think we can be on the same team together. For me, that was a really clear picture of I couldn't function in unity with a church that didn't believe what I believe is is, is essential to the Christian faith. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's a fundamental belief or doctrine. We just cannot say I like this one. I don't like this one or redefine or reinterpret uh, whatever we want. Right. And I think that's very important for churches to know, like, clearly what the Bible says and to teach that mm-hmm. boldly, like the Christians in the first uh, church. Right. You know. Yeah. Another essential would be, do you believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God? Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Well, yeah, that's, um, well, the Bible has been always in, uh, like attacked since the beginning, right? But nowadays, it's just being more like amplified, that attack. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we, we need to be um, very careful when when we when we have conversation with other peoples that because it could be very deceiving when they tell you an argument. That, no, the Bible was written or was a copy. It's a copy of the copy of the copies. Mm-hmm. How can you trust it? And then mm-hmm. it kind of like makes sense, but it's, it's just not true what they are trying to do. You know what I mean? Maybe I, I went. Well, I know what you mean because we've talked about this before. And, and again, this is a whole nother, yeah, <laughs> a whole other uh, conversation. But Ruben, I know that you, you love to study. And yes. Ruben, 
every week he's ordering another book, you know, off of Amazon and, and, uh, and that you are passionately pursuing the reliability of the scriptures, yes. right? Yeah. And that. that when you look at it from a historical and even a scientific point of view, it's amazing how the Bible stacks up against other documents of antiquity, yes. right? Yeah. It's just... Um Yes, and I, and I think that we should do another podcast too, about to talk about this. But yeah, I think that's something that we need to be united in that. Because, right. Uh, I don't know if, if if we can like create that environment so we can be more like bold to speak because sometimes we just don't know and we know that is true, but we don't know why. And when we know why, then we are like more. We feel like we are more capable to share the word. I remember one um, friend or a person in Mexico that he was there like 20 years in the church. And then and one day the pastor said, we need to go out and, and talk to people. He said, yeah, but how can I go if I don't know, I don't even know like what to say or <laughs> 20 years in the like seated there and he didn't know how to share the Bible because he wasn't sure about the doctrines or. Right. And, um, and I think we need to really be united. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what I want to say. Yeah. Um, and in what we believe and to know why. Yeah. What we believe and why. And you can get so interested in doctrine. Right. That you can forget just that loving God and loving Jesus and loving others yeah. is at the top of God's list. Right. Right. Doctrine is super important. I mean, the Apostle Paul said, guard your doctrine closely, and in doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Right. In other words, it's super important what you believe and what you're teaching. Right. But at the same time, Jesus says, what are the two greatest commandments? Love Love God God and love other people. I think relationship is primary. Yes. But doctrine is as important as relationships. (laughs) Because it helps to you to understand those relationships. Yeah, that's why he's gonna unite us. Yeah. Whew. It's a lot there, man. So there is a lot there. Read us the psalm one more time, and then because right. it's short. Right. Just read it again, because after all this conversation, I think it's gonna have more meaning. Right. And and then if you could just close and bless us. Yes. Uh, or I'll close. I'll close with the blessing. Okay. Um, the Psalm one hundred and thirty-three says, "How delightfully good." when brothers live together in harmony. It is like fine oil on the head, running down on the beard, running down Aaron's beard onto his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon falling on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has appointed the blessing life forevermore. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today. Tomorrow we will be back with another another episode of the podcast. So we hope you'll join us for that. And until then, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. And may he grant us a unity that commands a blessing. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen.